definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, what's going on? Welcome here to Optimum Game Day Live as the morning drive guys pass the torch to the end of the bench here on Double T 97.3, Double T 97.3.com and the Double T 97.3 mobile app, yours on television as well. Fox 34 News Now. Glad that you have chosen to make us part of your Thursday morning. Yeah. What if I back up some? And uh, we are here on site in the freezing cold close to uh, Jones Stadium. What are you doing? I'm already distracted by... Uh, I don't want to sit. You are loud, too. Golly, that was loud, huh? You're loud. You have a booming voice already, so... Hey, you don't want to sit? You kind of No, I don't want to sit. There's a torch right here next to us. I don't care about the torch. Wait, that's my bag. Oh, that's yours. We have the same bag. Jerk. No, close to it. I started to steal yours. It was getting hot. I got my wife's gloves here. That's cute. You got your uh, $200 gloves there, I'm sure. Not $200. I have $200, yeah. Yeah, yep, North Face. Hey, I don't care what you I got North Walmart. You can't bring me down ah, ah, today. Ah. You're not bringing me down today. Because uh, I'm pretty dang excited about what happened last night. Stayed up way too late. Had to hit the Red Bull pretty early this morning just to uh, get going. But totally worth it because the uh, Texas Rangers world champions. I don't know that we've ever had a more uh, news-packed show than we have today. You ever worn gold pants before? I've not worn gold pants. Eh, those are pretty tan. I mean, yeah, they're gold. They're gold. They're, they're tanny. Uh, I want to. I want to see how many times I can interrupt you before you. Uh... Oh, I know. It's it's coming. I I anticipate it. I can tell you're on on one already. Today. On one. On one. Define on one. How much did you have to drink last night? Seventy five beers. <laughs> you are still so loud. Seven. What, what, dude, what do you want me to do? I don't know. Let's pull your mic away even further. No, no. Seventy five beers. I, I thought that would make it where you couldn't hear, and you're still. <clears throat> There. Now, um, yeah, we got I – mean, think about all the stuff that has happened since the show that you and I did yesterday. Uh, of course, the Texas Rangers win the World Series. We've got a football game here tonight as we sit just outside of Jones Stadium. Uh, Bob Knight passes away. That was news from yesterday yeah. as well. We get a schedule release. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I'm not the biggest fan of. I said yesterday I didn't <laughs> that I was uh, mostly. I, I don't think that the Big Twelve had done anything that I didn't like yet. The Brett Yormark version they of the found Big Twelve it. found it. Yeah, mm. I, I mean it's not. I'm not outraged or anything, but they, they could have done better than they did. Yeah, and I, I wasn't a fan of what they chose to do. Uh, with the schedule this time around. No, me either. We'll, we'll get into all that because I, I thought the pod thing made the most sense. They decided to go different than the pods, and they gave some people protected rivalries, other teams not pro- giving it, getting a protected rivalry. So, yeah, I, I, the inconsistencies I wasn't as big of a fan of. But 
you come down from your high li- from last night yet? No, not really. That was so uh-uh. much fun. Yeah. I mean, just. Not many times in sports you get the jump around moments, you know, and that the celebration, the the hooting and the holler and that kind of deal. You don't you don't get many of those. No. Um, unless you are uh, like a Yankees fan 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was about to say, you guys, you got to put that caveat on. A Dallas Cowboys fan. 30 years ago. 30 years ago. Plus, yeah. Yeah. you know. How many has it been for the Cowboys? 96, I guess, was the last one. So almost 30 years ago. So, no, I mean, just, you know, I, I, I loved the first inning. The first inning taught me, uh, told me so much. And it told me that Bruce Bochy knows that the Diamondbacks are 8-0 when scoring first in these playoffs. Mm-hmm. So what do you get? You get the infield drawn in. Yeah. In no, the I thought first that was, inning. That, I thought that was as telling as it could be because both teams were undefeated when scoring first in the playoffs. Yes. I think the Rangers end up being eleven and zero. Yeah. At, at that point, I was driving home, going, "Don't let them score first. That's exactly what I was thinking. Don't too. let them score first. And he draws the infield in. I'm like, he knows it. I mean, he is. He knows the vitality of scoring first and. And the Rangers held on to that. Somehow, the magician Nathan Evaldi does it again. Five times in five innings, they have runners in scoring position. Five times in five innings. They were like 0 for 9 or 10 to start out there with runners in scoring position. Yet, he continues to buckle down in those situations, those instances. And uh, he's a huge reason you get that, finally get that, you know, breathing the breathing room inning in the ninth. To- it was pretty amazing because I I could tell what I felt like was going to happen. And the more times that the Diamondbacks did not score, the more times that they had runners on early, even got guys moved over. Mm-hmm. And the more and the more and the more and the more that it kept coming that they couldn't score that starts to break your soul a little bit especially when you're up against it you know you've got to win or you go home it's over yeah so the pressure starts to build build and build and it becomes tough to do your job and your job is to score runs on the offensive side so that was to me very telling that first second third fourth fifth they have all these opportunities and they can't get anything done and i'm like the rangers are going to win this game because so if, you know they have been pushed to the brink on the defensive side so many times and survived so many times that they're going to be able to eventually say, "Hey, relax. We've been through the hard part. Now let's just win this thing and and be uh, World Series champions. Just win, baby." And so that's what um, was standing out to me is like, it, it, you know, and in baseball, I'm thinking about this too. It's like. It starts to hurt you on an individual level when you don't knock those guys in. Yeah. So yeah. as an individual, you're starting to doubt yourself a little bit that this not, might not be our night. It definitely seeps in. And but and then that <clears throat> starts to creep through the team. So it, on the individual side, you're like, dang, I couldn't get it done. And then on the team side, it starts to infect that as well, and then you're just stuck. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's much question that 
you gained confidence as that game went along. Every time you stopped them, they lost confidence. The Rangers gained confidence. It was it was just a fun night. If you were a Rangers fan, it was it was very tight, hanging on every moment. I got to tell you, once you got to like the, the sixth inning, though, I I could almost know the Rangers were winning that game. Even though it's one to nothing, even though one pitch can change everything, it just felt like you had that ball rolling. So much fun. So much fun. We'll hear some highlights from last night. Um, and a phenomenal, amazing moment. We'll get to that. We'll talk Rangers. We are here with Optimum Game Day Live for a reason, and that is because we've got a Thursday night football game tonight. Uh, Red Raiders and Horned Frogs of TCU this evening. Um, I'm, I'm curious what the crowd looks like because you've got Texas Tech fans that, again, we talked about this earlier this week. I don't think you're to the point of apathy yet as a fan base. Um, I think there's still a lot of frustration. I think there's disappointment, but I don't think you're at the point of apathy. So I still expect fans to show up. Um, the Thursday is always tricky, though, for the out-of-towners. I already know of plenty of people. I know people in my family who are trying to find people that can take their tickets, those sorts of things, or selling tickets or whatever, um, extended family outside of the town. So I know that's an issue. It is an issue for everybody that can't just get off work or don't own your own company or something like that. But there's no reason for the students to not show up. I mean, what Thursday's supposed to be the going out night, right? You're supposed to supposed to go out. So what? Why not? Well, go to the it was party my day. I don't know if it's changed or not. <laughs> not. I speak like uh, it was experience on Thursday. Oh night man, night. ladies' night at Eskimo Joe's. <laughs> oh yeah, back when you you could actually smoke in Joe's. Uh, and then, then you could uh, you could roll out for penny beer at the tumbleweed. Penny beer. Penny beer. Five dollars at the door. That sounds brilliant. And from nine to eleven, a penny would get you a beer. Oh my gosh! Was Five dollars. Well, the door. I did forget you were uh, what three and a half percenter back then, right? Yeah. <laughs> in the back yeah, in yeah. your day, it was yeah. So it took you a little more, a few more beers. Nah, I still days. felt like it was real. <laughs> Three and a half percent beers in Oklahoma. They changed that, right? It's actually three point two. Is it three point two? Yeah, that rule's changed, right? Since then. Yep, it's okay. gone. I thought yep. so. I mean, I'd say that Lubbock. Lubbock was dry back. I think my first year in at Tech. So yeah, I remember coming to a wedding in Lubbock, standing on the South Loop, going, uh, "What do we got to do here? <laughs> drive out what outside of do? town." Yeah, that's, and that's, we made that drive. I, so everybody did, I, apparently. Well, I mean, you know, for me being from Oklahoma, to get to actually experience that, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we will talk some Red Raiders and TCU Horn Frogs. Break down the numbers a little bit for you today. Over-unders? We got some over-unders. Pick'ems? We got pick them. Yeah, it's it's our normal Thursday show meshed with a, uh, with a game day Lucas, show. Lucas, it's freezing cold out here. You got anything for me? <laughs> See how ready Lucas is. Well, uh... I'm here in the freezing cold getting free chicken sandwiches because the food tastes great. I mean, there's no, there's no, I mean, it's chicken. It's fried chicken. It's fried chicken. It's, fr- it's fried chicken. I like fried chicken. Not <laughs> <laughs> here in the freezing cold. Thank you, Lucas. Oh, my goodness. Yes. It's not as bad. Now the sun has just creeped over the, uh, the sports performance center on our right, and it's it's starting to warm up, so it's not too bad here as uh, I think it was for the morning drive, guys, and it'll slowly oh, I warm can't up. Imagine how cold they were. Yeah, it's oh. it's actually supposed to be a pretty good temp at kickoff. I think we're going to have around sixty degrees at kickoff, and 
it'll cool down during the night. But compared to some of our temperatures earlier this week, this is definitely going to be a, a fairly nice day for football tonight, some football weather at Jones Stadium. Um, of course, there, man, there's so much that happened yesterday. Did uh, your kids get to stay up the whole time to watch it? Yeah. Or, well, okay. uh, the the my yeah. middle son is uh, is carefree in the world. He doesn't care about sports. Elijah doesn't care about sports. It's just just who he is. He's like, eh, okay. Well, Elijah watches the commercials more when we're watching sports than he watches the actual sports. So, like, when the commercials come on, he's locked on the TV. But uh, Jazzy doesn't care that much. Uh, she's, she'll take it or leave it. Walker is very much into score watching at this point. He is, uh, if he's, like, he always wants to tell you who's winning the game. He's like, oh, all right, we're winning. He sees Texas 1-0 on the, on the score bug, and he's like, we're winning, Yes. So he's very much into that. And then, so both Neil and Walker were up uh, towards the end of that. So it was, it was a blast. Um, man, childhood me finally gets uh, his that elation that I've been uh, waiting for for so long yeah. as a Texas Rangers fan. So that was so much fun. We want your thoughts. Rangers, Texas Tech, schedule release, you like it or not, uh, by the Big 12 for the next four years. We'll get into all of that, our normal Thursday staples as well. We've got headlines coming up for you next. You're listening to the end of the bench portion of Optimum Game Day Live here on Double T 97.3. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. It's time for a few headlines. We're here with Optimum Game Day Live on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. We'll get some of your thoughts on the AIDS Flooring Center chat line shortly. Jeff Haxton to my right. I'm Choice Woodman. Lucas White back at home base taking care of us. we got our weekend pick em challenge coming up a little bit later as well. But uh, right now, your headlines starting off with the World Series and the brand-new World Series champs. Did you see that graphic last night That the of the current reigning champions now? Uh, three of the four in the big sports are new New champions. The mm. Nuggets are new. Yeah. Uh, the Golden Knights of Vegas, they're a pretty new team, but they're, they're new champs. Now the Rangers as well. Uh, of course, Chiefs, not not new at all. But that, that's pretty cool that uh, uh-huh. there's some new blood out there getting. I did not see that, but that is correct. Getting the first time championship. The Rangers, the latest to do it. They use a 5 nothing win last night. In game five over the Diamondbacks. As uh, Texas is able to get it in uh, Arizona, and, and Josh Young started that rally in the, the ninth inning again. We've seen him do that a lot. He didn't have huge RBI numbers, didn't have uh, a lot of that. He had a lot of runs, though, runs scored uh, mm-hmm. in the postseason. And uh, he was right back up the box. Definitely a table setter uh, for this team in the postseason. That's what was amazing about this lineup throughout is – is how it truly was everybody. I mean, there's there's coaches that talk and, you know, cliche and all that and say, oh, our lineup's fantastic one through nine. It truly seems like the Rangers had everybody contributing, at least at some points during the postseason, uh, one through nine in that lineup. Yeah, and um, I'll tell you what, it was pretty fun to have him down there in, in the eighth position in the lineup. I'm like, dang. I mean, this is your, your <laughs> yeah. guy batting eighth? Okay. Yeah. 
pretty wild. All right. It is wild. Let's let's go with that. And then, you know, it shows his versatility and his ability to jump up to five. Yep. Last two games, he, he was successful there. So, uh, very cool to see the Rangers win the World Series in five last night. A lot of Rangers fans get to experience that. That have what been were those waiting two tools doing? I don't know. Jeez, it's too early for that. Too early. They're just they're partying about the Rangers. That's all. Party yeah. hadn't stopped. Maybe we need to steal Sneed's golf cart. Oh man, that'd be a fun little exercise. Just for say the we're day. doing it because uh, the Rangers won. I think he he's a big Rangers fan. You know when they're winning. So I think that would be. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you snuck that one in there. I had to see a little, little subtle stab there. Um, so, Tech football here tonight. We are on the doorstep of Jones Stadium. Uh, Red Raiders will take on Texas Christian here this evening. TCU 4-4 four and four on the season. Texas Tech 3-5. and five. If either team wants to make a bowl game, this one is uh, pretty dang important. So Imperative. I would say so. Yeah, so this one, a big one. Red Raiders currently a three-point favorite going into tonight's matchup. Baron Morton expected to be a full go tonight as well. We'll get into that later. Um, Last, I guess yesterday, not last night, Bob Knight passes away at the age of 83. Of course, Knight spent seven seasons here at Texas Tech, um, took Tech to their Second ever Sweet 16 appearance. He only had one before him. Uh, he was able to do it in his time here. Uh, of course, more known for his time at Indiana, where he won three national championships, and I believe is still the last coach to have an undefeated team. Right? I think uh, 1970. Right, yeah. I think 1972 Indiana, 51 years ago, is the last one that went undefeated. Start to finish. Gonzaga got all the way to the championship game recently, but lost to Baylor. Um, I think I think that's the one. So Bob Knight, a uh, huge legacy in college basketball. Uh, he is he is one of the legends for sure that passes away. Uh, Texas Tech soccer falls for the first time this year. By the so, way, I talked to to Jesus Arenas on the Bob Knight deal. Yeah. Um, he's always been close with Coach Knight. Oh, absolutely. And um, he said that, you know, over the years, he text him about every week, um, Coach Knight's wife or him, mm-hmm. and um, they would always respond back, especially his wife, and then they got to a point where they weren't responding, and that got him really worried, and then we see kind of why. I'm sure they were dealing with a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, Tech soccer falls hacks for the first time this season. Hate to see it, but they've got bigger goals, as Coach Stone outlined last week. Um, they are much more focused. I, I'm, I'm sitting there making excuses that they wanted to win that game yesterday, but uh, they they want to win far into the NCAA tournament more than in a Big 12 tournament championship. They lose to Texas yesterday, one nothing. Did you see the stupid tweet by the uh, yeah Longhorn I, soccer? I called them out on it. Did you? Okay, yeah. I, I didn't see that, but I did. I saw it. It popped up. I'm like, "What an idiot! Whoever put that out there?" Yeah. Texas Longhorns soccer. Here, I got to read it word for word. No way, I don't. Uh... Where'd it go, Hacks? I got it right here. Okay, if you got it, then 
You read it. Um, something about karma and yeah, just I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay. Come on. I'll let you get that. Here, let, me, let me read one more. Uh, high school football tonight. We'll have two games for you on the airwaves. <clears throat> Monterey plays at Amarillo High. Karma is the Longhorns playing for a championship. Horns up emoji. Hook them. Run with Texas. How stupid. Karma? Like, like, karma is one of those where Tech would have had to do something wrong, right? So they're using karma incorrectly to begin with, mm-hmm. right? I mean, Tech didn't do anything wrong. They just got a phenomenal, <laughs> I mean, quite lucky kick at the end of a game that, that won it in Austin. So Tech never did anything wrong in that game. Uh, secondly, I'm pretty sure most people would rather have that regular season title than playing, I mean, it'd be the number one seed in the tournament have postseason games you're hosting, multiple postseason games you're hosting coming up in the NCAA tournament. Just a a stupid tweet. Stupid tweet. Stupid all the way around. Karma. But I just they probably got some freshman in the intern department. No, I mean I think that's that's a paid professional that did that. And it's just the overall Texas attitude. So that's what I just said. I was like this this right here, this is about as 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 UT a thing that you could uh, tweet. That's what I said. Silly. Just, I don't mind. I mean, uh, the not not that anybody's keeping track. Hey, Hacks hates Texas, right? Nobody's keeping track of that. But what you do? I, I'm not afraid to let it be known now. I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, I, I did all I could do with, you know, swept in your own house, um, winner winner Bevo dinner. Um, you know, I'm I'm making it well known now. I'm not I'm not worried about it. Um, Good. That they suck. <laughs> they as in, like, just the human beings that yeah, just are Texas. Period. I mean, yeah. you I know, I like the fact that people in Austin say, thank God I don't live in Lubbock, and the people in Lubbock say, thank God I don't live in Austin. Yeah. That's fine by me. That's, that's awesome. Great. Because, I mean, that's truly how I feel. It's not one of those where it's like, I would hate, hate, hate it to live in Austin. Yeah, awful existence. Yeah. And they probably feel the same they way. They guarantee you they do. That's awesome. That means you, you're that where means, you belong. You know the, the the people that act like that. They're down in their little section, and people that act like we act, we're fine up here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there was a uh, one more note, real quick, before we move on. High school football tonight, uh, and I got a beef to cook. Just a small one though. Uh, Monterey plays at Amarillo High tonight. You can hear that game on 107.7 Yes FM starting at 6.30, a 7 o'clock kickoff. And then Coronado plays at home against Tascosa. You can hear that game starting at 6.30 on 96.9 The Bull with a 7 o'clock kickoff. My beef is you've known this tech schedule for a while. Cool board there, that game. It was pretty cool. You've known this tech football schedule for a while. Why would LISD schedule a a game on Thursday night when Tech is playing on um, Thursday night? They have to squeeze in as much as they can when they can. I understand that. But, I I mean, play the 4 o'clock, play the early game on Friday. I just don't think it's, yeah. I don't think it's a smart thing. And I'm not trying to knock. I, there's a ton of people over at LISD that I have respect for, like, so I hope this doesn't get taken the wrong way. I just think they – you're, you don't want to pull away from each other. You don't want people that will have to go to the LISD game 
that want to go to the Tech game pulled away from that or vice versa. People that want to go to the Tech game but really wanted to go watch Coronado tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You don't want to fight each other on that stuff. So if they knew that this game was on Thursday night, I mean, it's it's the ticket in town. Yeah, you're taking away. From I'd like to know the timing on all of it. Yeah, and and that could be, and that that I may be completely out of line yeah. by that. If if there was nothing they could do or something like that, but at surface level, seems like a bad move. They're going to play it anyway. Uh, both both games, obviously, and we'll have both of them for you on the airways. Ninety six nine four, like Monterey, they're playing in Amarillo, so there's nothing they can do about that. No, it's their time on that. Optimum Game Day Live continues next here on Double T ninety seven three. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. That's right. You've got the end of the bench portion of Optimum Game Day live. Presented as always by United Supermarkets. Alongside Jeff Haxton, I'm Choice Woodman. We got Lucas White back at home base taking care of us. Thanks to all involved here as we get ready for another game day. Between Texas Tech and Texas Christian. Thursday nights have been good to the Red Raiders. We'll break that down for you a little bit later as uh, Texas Tech will be on the gridiron directly in front of us coming up a little bit later today. Uh, A lot of other stuff still to get into, still a lot from you regarding the Rangers. We'll return to some of those thoughts later. We're not ignoring them. Um, But there was big news yesterday, Hacks that we were waiting on, and that was a schedule release. Many people anticipated that we would get some sort of pod system, and we talked about that pod system, or quads you can even call them, but groups of four teams, four groups of four teams, um, that you'd be matched up with every single season. That's what we talked about yesterday. You didn't get that. And in fact, Texas Tech does not play a single team every single year for the next four seasons. I don't like that. The maximum any team will play, the maximum number of teams um, that Texas Tech will play, or other teams can play is one team every season over the next four years um, as there are some protected rivalries, but that's it. The, the Big 12 prioritized playing everybody more often rather than getting your... <clears throat> protected games and starting some rivalries up and i think both you and i think that's the wrong move yeah Yeah. i I, it would have made a ton of sense for texas tech and oklahoma state first and foremost to play every four years both of them are losing their main rival oklahoma state loses ou texas tech loses texas yeah you're losing the team you hate the most so it would have been a natural pairing there Yeah, you tip your cap to what has been established <clears throat> but, Agreed. But this league needs to be thinking about what could be. Okay. And what could be is you could have another rivalry. Now, it's going to be hard because of how long Texas Tech has uh, played uh, Texas and how long Oklahoma State's played Oklahoma. But you need to try and do some forward thinking on what could be your biggest rivalry games in the future because now you have what, BYU-Utah, right? Yeah. Every year. BYU, Utah. Kansas, Kansas State every year. Correct. What else? Arizona, Arizona State. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and that, that, those should be. And Baylor yeah. Baylor and TCU. Okay. I think those are the four protected rivals. Yeah. Uh, maybe There's C- not many of them. Maybe Cincinnati, Central Florida, too. I, I can't remember if I saw that correctly or not. 
anyway, so t- I just hate that Tech doesn't have a protected rival. Mm-hmm. Like that, That's what I hate first and foremost. I wanted three protected rivals. And I like that. pods, too, because of uh, how you can kind of be together and against each other at the same time. I mean, the, you develop some culture like that. The NFL essentially does that. Mm-hmm. Right? The NFL, yeah. in their divisions, divisions, this division plays this division mm-hmm. every year. You can do that and then and, have an and, and one. And, and, and divisions start to get identities, right? You think about the North and you think about yeah. um, you know, the NFC North. You think about those teams and uh, Frozen Tundra and Cold. Yeah. And, and you think about... You know the the NFC West, and you know all these divisions start to get identities, and there's a little bit of camaraderie between killers, almost. You know, like you want to you want to wipe out the other schools in your pod or your division, but you know, South versus North. When it came to football, we thought you know you guys you know we're close to us, yet we're in the same league. That's kind of I think how everybody felt in the in the Southern schools. Yeah. Um, even though Colorado and Nebraska would pop off some good years. Sure. So uh, if you hadn't seen the news, Texas Tech's scheduled next season will have five home games and four road games, which means you're going to have seven home games total. That's a good thing. Nice. That's a good thing. You're going to have seven home games, I believe. Is Abilene Christian? I think Abilene Christian is one of those. And then, uh, man, I'm – this is what I get for trying to is go off the Is it the NC State return? No, they don't come back for like three years. Hmm. I mean, it's a weird. Anyway, I'll pull it up. I've, I've already forgotten. But you go you go to Oregon. That's that's the uh, big one on the road. It's not the Ponies, is it? I think it's a, a, a Texas school now that you're saying that. There you go. Future schedule, Texas Tech. Um, North Texas. Hmm. It is a Texas school. So, North Texas. Um, you go at Colorado State in 25, Oregon State at home. So, yeah, there's there's some of that going on. NC State returns in 27, uh, Wyoming returns in 28. There's <laughs> some big wow. old gaps in there. A lot of space. Big old gaps. Anyway, so next year's schedule in conference, you get Arizona State, Colorado. So you get Coach Prime next year in Lubbock. We, we like that, I guess. Uh, Baylor, Cincinnati, West Virginia. Then away, you've got Arizona, and then all three of the trips that you've made before, all three teams you're used to. At Arizona, uh, Fort Worth, TCU, Stillwater, Oklahoma State, and then uh, Ames, Iowa State. What's weird, there are some weird little nuggets in this. You will not make your first trip to um, Orlando till 2027. So you're playing them at home this year. You play them at home in 25, and you don't make the first tro- road trip to Orlando till 2027. Yeah. You don't make your first road trip to Cincinnati until 2026. You play them at home in 24, and then you make your road trip return in 26. There's just some weird things. The Oklahoma State thing, OSU, you last played them in Stillwater. You'll play them again in Stillwater next year. Yep. And then you get them at home, and then you get them. So three out of four trip or three out of four meetings will yep. be in Stillwater against Oklahoma State, and then you don't play them in twenty seven. So you play them three years in a row, 24, 25, 26, and no OSU in twenty seven. You have a skip of the battle for the saddle against TCU next year. So you play them in twenty four, twenty six, and twenty seven, but no battle for the saddle in twenty five. 
So, no, sorry, in 24. So you play them in 25, 26, 27. But next year, no, no TCU pods. game. It, yeah, the pods made too much sense, I guess. Too much sense. I don't like it. Not a fan of how they did this. I get trying to get everybody acquainted, and that's what I think they're trying to do, uh, get everybody to play everybody. And you still could have had everybody play everybody over this four-year stretch with the pods. It just wouldn't have been as often. It wouldn't have been, okay, this team is, is playing this team two times. That's the thing about this. Everybody will play everybody at least twice in a four-year span with this. Tech will play a lot of teams three times during this four-year span. So the teams that Tech play three times over this four-year span will be Oklahoma State, Baylor, TCU. So there's your pod-ish type of thing going on there. And... Might have had a horse name there. Pod-ish? Mm-hmm. And Houston. Houston's another one you play three times over the next four years. Trying to make sure I'm not missing one of those. Uh, you don't play K-State, but twice. I like that. Oh, you play West Virginia. <laughs> you play West Virginia three times over the next four years. Um, you play BYU twice. You play Kansas twice. And I believe Colorado you play twice as well. Central Florida twice. So, yeah, basically, I think you have five teams that you play three times. Everybody else you play twice over the next four years. Yeah, format, you could have done better, Big 12. Could have. Y'all tell us what you think on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Someone says, hate that we didn't get a protected rivalry. Yeah, at minimum, that's what you should have got out of this. Yeah. Even if you didn't do pods, you should have had a protected rivalry. And if you're saying, okay, everybody should have had a protected rivalry. I'm not just arguing on text part. I don't like that you did it for some teams, but you didn't do it for others. That's, That's my biggest gripe is that, Okay, Arizona Arizona State's a more important te- game to the Big 12 than than Oklahoma State and Tech or whoever. Baylor, TCU. If you feel like, okay, we've got these ones set up, you may have some protected rivalries that don't fit as well. So be it. That's what you've got to end up having. If Throw West Virginia and Cincinnati together if you have to. If Central Florida and Houston end up being a protected rivalry, then Central Flor- Florida and Houston end up being a protected rivalry. Because those two teams have played each other in lot. A lot in the last yeah. few years, it may not be. Americano. Like you're not going to make every single team happy in a 16 team conference. I'm not going to make Choice happy either. But you definitely not, didn't make me happy. Uh, someone says, "Thank you, Choice. I live in Orlando. Bad news. That does suck for you because you could have had had a road trip to Orlando next year and one time, <laughs> five years, five year gap is what it is Man. since they've been in the conference." Uh, could Arizona State be Tech's next rival? We play them three out of the next four years. Yeah, I think I left them off. Them off. Three out of the next four years, you got Arizona State. It made to me. It made more sense since you have a long history with Arizona to match up that way. Tech and Arizona have played, I think, more than mm-hmm. Tech and maybe Baylor. Like <laughs> there's some numbers on there where Tech has played Arizona so many times. Border, the border conference. So. Maybe Arizona State becomes a little mini-rival. I think you develop some rivalries in these these situations. Like West Virginia, can't stand them in basketball. There's a personal rivalry in basketball for West Virginia. Didn't think that would ever happen. but There you go. Good example. Maybe you, you develop some of those rivalries, and maybe Arizona State becomes 
one of those. Um, Cameron on the chat line brings this, if I can find it. After seeing the Big 12 schedule, my friends argued how likely it would be to make the playoff if Tech won every Big 12 game. Thoughts? So you're going next year alone, I guess, is the only way we can take this. Arizona State, Colorado, Baylor, Cincinnati, West Virginia home games. Arizona, TCU, Oklahoma State, Iowa State. If you go undefeated in conference and – You're going. Depending where you're – if you – okay, say you lost to Oregon. You're going. And you go undefeated – yeah, well, with a 12-team playoff, That's no question. Yeah, yeah. I had already – like, it already left my mind that it's 12 teams next year. 100% you're in. Honestly, a one-loss Big 12 team, you, I think you're going to have an automatic bid. Good. With a 12-team playoff. They haven't announced those things completely. But with a 12-team playoff, the Big 12 should have an automatic bid. Um, so if, if you go undefeated in the league, you, you'll be going. Even if you did what TCU did last year and lost in the conference title game. If you go undefeated in that league, yeah, uh, you'll find your way into it. You're good, man. No worries, man. No worries, mate. So, Cameron, I don't know which side you were on, but with a 12-team playoff, you, you oh, shouldn't Oh, you know, have to... Cameron, he's going to be on the right side of that. The correct side? Yeah. Well, he wasn't on our Pick'em Challenge last week. Oh! oh. Hey! Oh! Sorry, man. <clears throat> All kinds of zingers from little, little zinger, my Sequal Woodman today. Our, our listener has uh, It's because failed. we didn't do rugby. That's true. If we would have picked rugby, Cameron would have been on it. Um... Our, our listeners have failed the other listeners the last two weeks. But we got to pick them coming up here in uh, 15 minutes or so. So if you're wanting to uh, keep this number handy, not yet, 806-771-0973. We'll have one of you hop on and pick games with us coming up about 1030 this morning. You're hanging with the end of the bench portion of Optimum Game Day Live. We'll continue next. More Rangers thoughts from you on the chat line next on Double T 97.3. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I got my signature stag gear on, but it's tucked. It's raining down in Austin. You know who that is? All those longhorn tears coming down. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Good job. Texas legend Stevie Ray Stevie Ray Vaughan. It's raining down in Norma. All well, those sooner tears coming down. I'll be okay if uh, both of those results happen this week. You're listening to Optimum Game Day Live. Standing in the sun because it's cold and it's chicken. Into the bench portion here. That uh, artist you hear, bump, bump. formerly known as Jeff Axton. What's your artist name? Um, loud bus. Loud bus. Uh, I think um, mouse rat. Um, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Okay. Wait, what's your uh, what's your round head? Not very good at baseball. I can't remember what. What's your alias that you uh, go with? Oh, Hackzilla. No, alias. Something Bronson. Oh yeah, Luke Bronson. That's your name. Yeah, that's it. Warm beer. Yeah. Luke that, Bronson. That is uh, Hacks. I'm Choice Woodman. Uh, What's keep, yours if you had to? I, I, you know, you're no. in Vegas and you don't want to be you. I've never. Choice I Woodman? That's it. I've never had an alias. Anytime I sign up for something that I may not want my name tagged to, it's like uh, my brother's name. 
<laughs> always, it's Matt Woodman instead. So always use his. Hopefully he's not listening. So he knows that that's why he's getting all these emails for uh, when I sign up at, for a giveaway or something. I used uh, to fake sign up for uh, for snuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah. As Luke Bronson? Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, on the chat line, catching up a little bit here. Oh, there's a couple of dad jokes that I didn't see. We got to get them. Clay says five ants rent an apartment with five other ants. Now they're tenants. 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 I like that one. Uh, th- this one. I met a magician at the fish market, and he had a great assortment. He told me, "Pick a cod, any cod." Okay. Okay. It's not bad. Pour one out for Gobbles Junior. That's from Oil Red Raider. I pour it out. I mean, you got you got a tech football game tonight. Might as well pour out anything you got. Mickey was disappointed that uh, Gobbles Jr. didn't make it. It's a little sad. I get it. I get it, Mickey. We'd all cry. Um, I'll do the natty tat with the roster. Ain't scared. That's from the chat line. Uh, apparently, everybody wants to get a tat. Lindale Jeff says, I never had a tattoo when I was in the service. Because my dad said it would break my mother's heart. They're both gone now, so I really want a tech tat. Upper arm or ankle? Upper arm. Upper arm. Yeah. Just get the big old double T. The non-beveled double T on your upper arm. Or beveled. Whatever. You like? I don't care. All right, so I graduated from Oklahoma State. Uh-huh. Spent 11 years at Oral Roberts. Sure. Year 8 at Texas Tech. Love all three places, okay? Yes. I, I There's no way I'm putting a sports team on my body. It's not like a woman's name, man. You're never gonna you're never gonna break up with your sports team, are you? Uh, no. Probably so not. That, that's no. my point. Like, if if there's something permanent, to me, like the the things that are permanent in my life are. Uh, my faith first, so if I got a tad of that, would never regret it. My, I mean, besides just I'm not a tad guy. Uh, sports teams, I mean, family, those those three things. I I don't think I would ever regret getting tats of that stuff if that was my thing. Those are the permanent things in my life. If you go get, um, I have more allegiance to the state of Oklahoma than anything. Okay, then if you got an Oklahoma, I, I wouldn't mind uh, an yeah, outline, I, and I would do that too. I would get a tattoo, but I'm not. I'm not doing the sports team. Okay, to each their own. But if people want to do it, that's no. I, I just go for it. Yeah, I mean, bullfighter. I mean, tat it up, sleeve it up. I got no problems. I've thought about getting a lightning <laughs> there bolt. There you go. Before. See, someone's showing off their ink right now. I like it. I like it. Yeah, baby, wreck them. They uh, there's one with a double T and a mass rider. On the chat line, showing us on the uh, calf muscle. See, there you go. That sounds painful. It does. I think ribs sound like the most painful tat. I had ribs for lunch. That's why I'm doing they this. They are. They hurt. Mm. I'm out on that. Out on that. Lucas, you're all skin and ribs anyway. I mean, it's probably a tattoo right on the bone. Uh, Central Texas Hank says, I've seen some great ink on folks, but no tats for me. Paranoid about needles. Can't stand the sight of them. Another reason why I could never be a junkie. <laughs> I sure hope we dissect the frogs tonight. Well, thank you for uh, telling us about your. Yeah, and dissecting the frogs. Um, let's let's go. We haven't done this a lot with their offense. 
We haven't talked a whole lot about it. About TCU in yeah, particular? Yeah, sure. Let's talk about that. Okay. Um, Herbert Hoover back there, uh, the vacuum guy. Sorry. What kind of – I mean, they their, their highest guy in receiving yards is at 420. Nice. Nice. Um, now, they're, they're pretty balanced. they got quite a few 300s, 200s. But right. uh, nobody that just scares you to death. As a matter of fact, the guy that's Don't leading look- them has, uh, has played on this field before. Uh-huh. And John Paul Richardson, who played for Oklahoma State and was a part of the huge transfer wave that got out of there when uh, Spencer Sanders did his thing. Um, yeah, he's he's got the 420 yards. Yeah. Uh, Chandler Morris is, what, 1,500? 1,500 passing yards? Yeah, yeah, but he's not he's not playing tonight, right? He's not? No, I think we're still with Hoover, the, the freshman. Okay. I think Morris is still hurt, and the, the freshman – He's, he's been injury-prone like crazy. Yeah, Josh Hoover, um, the freshman quarterback, 73 of 123 for 795 this year, passing uh, just under 60%, 59%. But the issue is much like your freshman picks last week. Five interceptions. He's been sacked three times in the two games. So, yeah, the five interceptions to six touchdowns. That's what you got to do tonight. That's it. You have well. First, you have to establish stopping their run because they they have the same formula tech does. They want to ground and pound you and then set and up the pass. Don't Bailey and Brooks have similar numbers? Very similar. I think I think Taj is the leading rusher in the Big Twelve. Uh, well, no, was going into last week. Ollie. I have to look at the numbers. Ollie now. Ollie is now. Um, then Brooks. Then Bailey. Then Bailey. Yeah, eight fifty one uh, for a Amani Bailey. Bailey, though, um, 5.8 yards per carry. I believe that's exactly what Taj is at, too. It's Sounds really familiar, close. doesn't it? Yeah. These are, are going to be mirroring teams, Hacks. That's what they are. They, offensively, the identity, what they want to do, is basically the same. Off the top of my head, I don't know it. So who's Tech's leading receiver? Is uh, it Price? Price is the, the leading guy this Thought year. Thought it would be Price and then um, – I think it's Bradley. I think it's Bradley second, even though you have who not uh, has him been an underachiever. Yeah, yeah. Whether you want to blame him or quarterbacks getting it to him, he's been an underachiever. I don't. I don't think you can. Who's got the better defense? Get around that. Uh, better defense to me is Texas Tech, and by the numbers, Texas Tech has the better defense. Um, total defense, Tech is sitting at fourth in the Big Twelve right now. TCU's eighth. 366 wow. yards to 380 yards. So it's not a huge gap, but Tech is fourth. And that's, you said fourth to eighth? Fourth to eighth. Yeah, so there's not a big oh. gap there in, in less. Interesting. But that, that's where you sit, fourth in the league right now, because there's a lot of teams right around that same same area. Um, you're going specifically uh, rushing defense. Tech has been still pretty good you're sixth sixth in the league there passing defense fourth tcu eighth 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 in all three categories well they're consistent they are consistent um however the one thing they do and this is what tcu's done forever you get after the quarterback they're first in the league when it comes to sacks per game yeah they they have that is um when you think of tcu football i think of running backs and uh, pass rushers. Pass rushers and defensive line. Yeah, I think that, that's exactly where I go. Same thing. Um, 
I don't, I don't know what we're going to see on the offensive side for either team tonight. But this is, to me, this is a game, and you can look at it from either angle. It's a game where the offenses are going to win you games or your defenses are going to win you games if you stop the other offense. That is as generic as you could get on a statement. But if, if Texas Tech can stop the run for TCU, can force Hoover into throwing the football, force the freshman into throwing the football, that's where you want to be. Now, he had some big passes against BYU, but he looked way more pedestrian against a better defense in uh, in K-State the following week. And you flip it over, and if they're on Horned Frog 97-3 this morning, that's probably what they're talking about. They're saying, hey, if, if we're going to win this game, we've got to get Taj Brooks bottled up. Yeah. We've got to get him. And that's why I said – Yesterday, Hacks, which you can't hear the music, but I think it's playing. That's why I say yesterday, Baron Morton's going to be going to be huge. Baron Morton's got to be able to to hurt them some today. It can't be all Taj Brooks. He's always, yeah, you can lean on him, but like we said yesterday, take a guy out of that fit, take a guy out of that box. Yep. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from one hundred point seven. The score. It is time for Ask the Bench Warmers, part of Optimum Game Day Live, part of the end of the bench here on Double T 97.3, Double T 97.3.com and Fox 34 News Now. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton, yours here from the Mobile First United Bank Studio. We're out here by Jones Stadium getting you ready for the 6 o'clock kickoff between the Red Raiders and the Texas Christian Horny Toads. They don't like to be called Texas Christian because I don't think, I don't know why exactly, but... Uh, Y'all get your questions in. Several of you have, so we'll read as many of those as we possibly can before we bow out and hand off to the uh, bottom line. Uh, this a comment before the questions. As a lifelong D-backs fan, we had a good run. Excited for the future, but congrats to y'all and all the Rangers fans. Thank you. Appreciate it. I uh, got no beef with the D-backs fans. They seemed completely fine. The ones I ran into at the game after, everybody seemed... Uh, good on that front, so you're not a big annoying bunch like the Astros are. That guy's wearing no shirt. Um, this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line: If you could only choose one in your lifetime, would you win? Rather win the Powerball, have your favorite team win a national championship, or your favorite college team win a national? Oh, favorite pro team win a championship, or college team win a national championship? Powerball. Powerball. Because then you win the Powerball, you can go help your college team win a national championship by paying for a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and get your name on a building. Exactly. You can, you can really make an impact after you win the Powerball. Yeah. So that's the right. Leave answer. a legacy. Uh, but college team's going ahead of pro team for me, too. I mean, college national championship. I like As much as I love the Rangers, and Rangers were number one, ahead of Cowboys, ahead of Spurs, which have been spoiled with those in the lifetime. Um, Rangers are number one that I've wanted forever. I would love to see the Cowboys back to relevance, but that that was as sweet as it gets on a professional front for me yesterday. Uh, but still would not be as sweet. I would still take a Texas Tech football, basketball, or baseball national championship ahead of any pro team. Um, can you believe the NFL has a cease and desist letter to the University of Houston stating not to wear the Oilers' colors on their jersey yeah i saw that was 
You know, we we'll talk about that a little I bit. I can understand it. It's, it's copyrighted. Cat. It's copyrighted materials. Um, it's the NFL protecting its brand. Yep. I and get it. like it or not, uh, everybody's a competitor. Mm-hmm. So if you're competing with someone, you. I mean, it's not like you go out there just flipping them nice little, uh, you know, handouts. You know. Yeah. It's just I understand it. Totally. Totally understand. And and I don't like it for Houston. I I, I, I get it that they're pretty. They look great, right? Um but I still I that's not that's not you. Yeah. You're Cougar High. Same here. Same here. You're not getting any argument from me. D Rock asks, Do we have Morton tonight? Yeah, hundred percent. Well <laughs> Easy choice. Easy. Me and Apple Absolutes who will we'll go get a different quarterback starting tonight because Morton stubbed his toe or something. No. If you're just getting the card, on the, that, on the that didn't walk. come. Yeah. That didn't come. Uh, but from what coaches have said, uh, Morton is there and Morton is healthy. That's what they've been telling us all week. So I'm excited to see that because we actually got all the reps. We have not seen a healthy Baron Morton really at all this year. A, a driver to he sneeds in the wild. Holy cow! Prime. Oh, Mr. Coach Prime. Mr. Coach Prime. What do y'all think of switching to Adidas? That's funny. This guy next yeah. to us just asked this. And do y'all want uh, Pat's logo on the uniforms like the Jordan logo for Nike? So I, I don't know exactly all the plans that's been talked about. I think the, if they did the Pat logo, at least for now, it would only be football. And then you have Adidas, everything else. Um, and then there may actually just be one jersey that they do as a Pat jersey. And then, uh, and then do Adidas, everything else, at least to wearing start. Wearing the Pats today. Yeah, wearing the Pat jersey that would look like the ones he wore when he was here, those mm. kind of things. Don't, I'm not sure um, exactly what what all will go into that. Um, the, the conversations I've heard seem to be very excited about this after the meetings from last week. So what do I think of it? I'm a huge Under Armour guy. I know you're not. I know there are people that are and aren't. So there's some divisiveness there. But this was a no-brainer for Texas Tech with the contract there. If, if someone is going to give you a ton of money, which is what it sounds like, Adidas is going to pay you a ton of money to wear their brand, give you a big old contract, you got to do this because it's good for your school. Big and, old. And you're going to be, I mean, from how I understand it, Adidas is putting Texas Tech as their top college focus. The top one out there. There's some big schools out there. There's They've got Miami. They've got some big schools. But they are, like, elevating Texas Tech to the top. They are going to put Texas Tech right there and want to make them the college brand. Smart people. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, I think I think you got some good potential for it. Okay, I think top in football is what I'm saying. Because I think Kansas is still their top in basketball. But, yeah. But top one in football. Uh, Benchwarmers, do you all think – the Rangers would hook Beltray up with a ring, or would he even want one? I think if he wanted one, he's got it. I don't think there's. I don't think there's any way he would want one. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Unless he was part of the organization as a, as a, uh, what do you call it? Advisor. Advisor or something like that. Then I don't think he would want one. Like Ian Kinsler is technically working for the Texas Rangers. He'll get a ring. Mm-hmm. I, unless Beltray was that, I don't think he would want a ring. But I don't know. Maybe he did. Would you ever wear a helmet like that guy had just had on? No. <laughs> but, hey, at least he's protecting his noggin. 
Uh, Bench warmers. Jamie asked, what is the key stat for tonight? What is y'all's take on that? If there's one stat, I mean, it's got to be turnovers, right? For both teams. Yeah, and then outrush them. I, I say that. Turnovers, if it's if it's one-to-one or two-to-one, if it's within one either direction, then it probably doesn't factor in. Probably doesn't isn't a huge factor into the outcome, depending when those turnovers come, of course. If you get a pick six, that's different. Um, but outrushing, I think that's a great one. If you – Well, I just look at two teams that are so similar with their numbers. Yep. If you do what they do – if you if you take what both teams do the best and you do it better, I think you're in good position. No one – it's funny you said so similar with their numbers. Neither of these teams want to, uh, you know, play keep away with the football. Time of possession, 13th and 14th in the league, separated by three seconds on average, 27-26 to 27-29. They are almost identical when it comes to time of possession this year. These are very similar teams. I think the tipping, to me, is the offense. I mean, is the defense for Texas Tech. Tech, on paper, has a better defense. You didn't look good against Kansas State, and really you let BYU run on you early, a team that shouldn't be able to run the football on you. So the last two weeks haven't been shiny weeks for the Texas Tech defense. Against a freshman quarterback tonight, it would be very good to have a shiny week and go get some takeaways. That has been desperately missing on the defensive side is getting some takeaways. So we'll see. 30-27 Red Raiders. I will uh, sign up Sneed Creed coming up. Sneed Creed. Happy celebration day to all He's you warming up back there. Rangers fans out there. We're celebrating with you. Hopefully we can do the same thing tomorrow with a Texas Tech football win over TCU. We will be back at 9 a.m. on 100.7 The Score. Hope you join us then. Right now, stay here for more of Optimum Game Day live as Clint and Sneed coming up with the bottom line. It is the end of the bench portion on Optimum Game Day live here on Double T 97.3. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.